It's 1.31 p.m. Monday, I'm October not ready. 10th, 2022. I'm not ready. <laughs> I'm not ready. That's just fucking with you, bro. I was going to say, that's, that's a weak start. Get yourself ready. Wow. False start. Podcast guy. The gun goes off. Stumble at the blocks, you know. Oh, with the, like, for the fucking boop, and they all have to shamefully walk back. Yeah, it's so awkward when it's like, dude, I've been training four years for this. Like, get, like wait an extra half second, please. <laughs> oh, false start. It's like it's like premature ejaculation, you know? Is it how? Right Explain, please. And then, yeah, you fuck up, and then, you know, six people look at you in shame. Six people look at you in shame. <laughs> well, sharing is caring, you know? Six men, specifically. Six, six <laughs> strong, sweaty, muscular men. in for another hour of fun. Don't tell them. Don't let them know. There's strength in numbers. They it know. is 1.35 p.m. Monday, October 10, 2022. Happy Thanksgiving, first of all. Welcome to episode 96 of the fucking A podcast. I am your host, Captain Morgan, and I'm joined by the home slice himself, Jose Cuervo. What's going on, bro? Right, nice. A couple of bottom shelfers. Nice. How you doing? I'm I'm good, man. Good to see you. Good to be back. To, thank you for thank you for adapting on the fly to a Monday afternoon recording here. Yeah, a gobble gobble recording. Gobble, that's don't never say that with a mic and a camera with me and say gobble gobble. No. Uh, can I? This now is a bad time to tell you about my new OnlyFans. I make turkey noises yeah, into the in. camera. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But like, Turkey noises or racism? Hmm? Find out on the wow. next episode. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, <laughs> good to have everybody back for another episode. <laughs> Ninety-six, closing in on the hundred. I just, I'm, I'm getting jittery and like, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. I know nobody cares, but you getting jittery. I am. It's the coffee, bro. It's it the, is. This is. It's the four espressos when you wake up. <laughs> it's, it's the, it's the two very large coffees I've already had by one thirty in the afternoon today. So. Hands are shaking. He's holding the cup. Ask you about your stock investments. Uh, (laughs) My portfolio is empty. Oh, we don't talk about your portfolio. We both had the same experience with stocks and portfolios. (laughs) (laughs) It's a shame to tell everybody I did not make millions in the crypto sphere. Um, But it's okay, man. You know, you got to buy the dip. You know. I avoided losing millions in that, and I'm I'm cool with that. I see enough people that their parents are not happy with their investing advice. <laughs> well, it's a good thing they were only using their parents' money to begin with. So, 96 Thanks. episodes, fucking A. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Matt, I have to start off with something to sort of lead in from previous week, from 95. Um, our mm-hmm. psychic surgery friends which we dove into, I don't know how to really conceptualize it still, the idea of performing fake surgery with props. But uh, 
in trying to make the show notes for last week, I I was doing some googly Google, and I found <laughs> a sponsored post in the Google results that uh, piqued my interest. Let me introduce you to psychic surgeon Andrew Porter's website. It's a man who practices oh, the arts. Multiple of these guys. Oh yeah, Jesus! But this guy's got his own his own Jimmy Jams here. So I went to the about page. This is this is for an a real, authentic, undeniable, serious psychic surgeon. And so I thought, all right, Mr. Porter, Doctor Porter, not sure is Doctor, Doctor, he's Doctor. Let's be this safe. Yeah, he's worked difficult. You know, he's worked a hard life. You know, give him the doctor tag on there. Yeah, he's earned it. Say, you're you're right. I, I do the same for you when I when I call Doctor Carter. So on his That's about right. page. It says that uh, Andrew Porter, psychic surgeon, has been working with his guide, quote, Chen. It's the whole name, his guide, his, his shaman. Okay. Since January 2008, performing psychic surgery workshops, talks, and demonstrations, working with clients from all over the world. Okay. I mean, you know, makes sense, right? We know what we're dealing with here. Andrew has set up the UK's first psychic surgery organization called UUPS. Unity of the UK Psychic Surgeons. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Okay. <laughs> These people are banding together. Of course. <laughs> How much of the classes? How much of the classes? <laughs> We're building a narrative here. So he's also, <laughs> he's also written and channeled a book answering many spiritual questions with guidance from his, his guide, Chen. Again, Chen. I'm, I'm just Chen. Suspecting that Chen doesn't exist, but anyway. Well, yeah, that's a mystique, though. If Chen has a last name, is I don't believe him. If it's Doctor Chen, blah blah blah, it's in you quotes. can look him up and, it's see, in and see if he's real. It's it's quote Chen each time it shows up on any of the pages on this website. So I don't think he's real. Andrew is also working alongside Doctor Terence Palmer, who is arguably the foremost authority in the United Kingdom on the subject of people hearing voices. A little cross promotion opportunity. Auditory hallucinations. How can, you, how can you claim? How can you claim that you're like the leading guy on on that kind of shit, bro? Like I, I'm the <laughs> I'm the I world expert on hearing things. Yeah, come to me. Well, the Fucking title hell. might be up for grab because uh, when I googled Dr. Terrence Palmer, it turned out he died in January from COVID. So didn't it didn't help? I suppose. Hearing voices, but you can't hear the fucking doctors telling you to get a vaccine. Mm -hmm. But I'm a little surprised mm. that the psychic surgery didn't help him. You get the Roni. That's what I'm You know? Oh, you're absolutely right, man. They start pulling phlegm out of your chest. Blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. Just with those fucking like, like slime. Right in, yeah. Yeah. Right on your lungs, <laughs> you know? That oh. coughs on you. <laughs> I'm protected by my psycho spiritual shield. No Rona. I don't need I masks. Look at the phlegm I'm pulling out of you. <coughs> yeah. It's on some John Coffee shit, you know? She's got like a pound <laughs> of butter. Mile. Just like, <laughs> look at all of it. Be gone, oh. disease. Be gone. I pulled this out of your lungs, sir. <laughs> fucking clowns. Little cell. You know? These fucking blouse. So if you want to see Dr. Dr. Andrew Porter, here's the appointment booking process. Step one, select your appointment type. Step two, fill in the booking form and make payment. Obviously, 
I mean, of course. First step, give us your money. <laughs> so in step two, we will send you an email detailing your appointment details. We accept PayPal, credit cards, bank transfer, and Bitcoin. Varied. I mean, the spiritual realm, you, you take all payments, really. But However you want to give us your money, we'll take it gladly. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And third, your report will then be emailed after the appointment. Andrew will email you your spiritual report or your spirit attachment guide in PDF format, of course. And also, by the way, a copy of Andrew's book. Got to spread the gospel. Oh, okay. Okay, so at least they're giving you a nice little nugget, a little goodie on top, you know? No, not just the services. Yeah. We're going to get yeah. you hooked in for the rest of our services. Just send them home with a gift bag. Always. So, brother, the, the part of the website that I really had a lot of fun was the frequency, frequently asked questions part of it. Oh, is this a coffee delivery? Matt has received his, his caffeine dose. Good to roll. Cheers. Tim Horton's coffee. Can we get a, can we get a cut in here for a review? How is Tim Horton's coffee currently? It's actually a latte. Uh-huh. Um, and we had to spend those monies, right? So we got a okay. shot of caramel in it. Do not recommend. <laughs> okay. It's good to know we're still amping up Tim Hortons. Just get a, plain, get a plain latte. And honestly, their lattes are dog shit, so don't. Uh, actually, just don't go to Tim Hortons anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's my review. That's my review. I'm still going to go there out of blind you know, loyalty, but like, it's not good. Yeah. Well, don't you remember all those early mornings going to the hockey rink with your kids, 4.30 in the morning? That sounds like hell, bro. That doesn't <laughs> sound like I want to, any product I want to identify a memory Fun with. memories like, especially of getting up at four in the morning. We're the, dog, we're at the age now you think like, okay, kids, you know, that's a possibility in the next whatever years, right? That, that's life, yeah. yada, yada. But I don't want to get up at four in the morning to drag my child to sports, let alone do anything for myself. Fuck that shit, bro. Right. Oh, those kids Before are wearing double A hockey when we were kids. Yeah, no way. I'd rather, no, no, no way. Them, dog, make them play basketball or something or baseball. Some summer sport where you get to yeah, hoop. sit in the fucking outside, you know? Start at 8 or 9 in the morning. All right, I can do that shit. 4 a.m. Yep. before school, like you skate six times a week because I said, fuck off. Oh, and they stink too. Like, you ever been around hockey kids? Just the stink of yeah, all man. that stuff? Just, ugh, disgusting. Anyways. Yeah, and they think the bag smells good? Yeah. Because oh, just that no sensitivity thing. Anyways, Dr. Porter's frequency at frequently asked questions about psychic surgery. I'm going to take you through some of uh, some of people's general queries. Feel free to feel free to guess an answer if you if you feel like you're tapped in to the ethereal I have plane. Lots, I have lots of questions as well too, well, so I'm curious to see if it's a frequently asked question. Perhaps, perhaps we shall cover them. How will you contact me? There is no requirement for Andrew to contact you during the appointment. Kind of. Excuse seems me. Seems important. Excuse me. But Pretty sure it's important. I talk to my no, doctor. No, he doesn't. He doesn't even have to contact you. All of the work happens on your etheric body, and it takes approximately five days for the changes made to be mirrored to your physical body. <laughs> okay, listen, 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 listen. You won't see yes. me. You're not going to yep. hear me. You're not going to talk to me, and you're Correct. not going to feel the effects for a couple days. All right. Correct. But then until I want you to until sit I'm there and way away with your money. I'm going to be gone with your cash somewhere else, yes. taking it from some other room. But in the meantime, I want your, you know, your psychosomatic effects to take over where you believe you're feeling a change, mm -hmm. but you're not feeling shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I'm richer. 
I love these guys. I, I, this is the crew, bro. We need to scam I, people. I, well, like, hey, we're just getting started here, right? <laughs> let me, let me, let me really broaden your horizons. Do you offer an in-person service or phone contact? Matt, would you like to guess in advance of this answer on this one? Neither. Zoom. <laughs> like, Andrew even, does we don't even not, have a phone line. Does not offer a phone, Zoom, or Skype service due to the high number of inquiries he has. I'm too busy. Holy fuck. Though. I'm simply I'm too, too busy. busy to, do you have any idea? I'm paying customers. <laughs> do you have any idea how much, how much psychic surgery I'm performing? Like all day. Just do you have any me, idea how many scams I have on the side me, here? I'm just, just my appointment book is just airtight. You think I have time to call you physically appear? Jesus. We've tried this in the past and we found that if you need to talk with say 10 clients at 30 minutes per client, then we would need five hours. Ugh. Who works that long? <laughs> wow. Are you kidding me, dude? You might actually have to do some work for this service you're charging for. Five whole hours? Is, Are you kidding me? It's almost like, you know, having a staff is a thing and having appointments and being an actual doctor and having a patient did you know, roster. Did you know people work like 40 hour weeks? <laughs> Who has time for that? Jesus Christ. <laughs> if I can if I can trick 10 of you rubes, that's like five hours of my time. I don't have time that's, for that. Who has time? You know how much time? <laughs> Do you have any idea how much time it takes to trick the people in the first place? Jesus. <laughs> Here's where it gets fun. How do you find the person that requests or needs the appointment? If you're not gonna hmm. see me or call me or speak to me, how do you locate me? for the actual procedure. Well, oh, I can't wait to hear his answer for this. After making contact, Andrew's guide, quote, Chen, again, quote, and his team in spirit can identify the person requesting the appointment from their energy footprint. We are all unique. <laughs> You're going to fall over with that eye roll. <laughs> type of people that walk into those like crystal shops on like you know that are like basically mob fronts because they don't sell anything and walk out spending $350 somehow mm -hmm. it was like how like you walk about how does this place stay in business people that respond to these I, emails for psychic surgery I knew you were coming I knew you were coming I sensed you would come into the store today and here you are to empty your wallet I watched uh I watched a fucking I can't remember what news network he was with, but he was like a journalist, right? And he made up this story about his brother dying and like some tragic shit and went in to see a psychic and then, you know, feeds yeah. out this fucking story and gets them to like channel them off a Ouija board and shit like that. And then oh at the God. end, like drops oh the God. reveal of like, none of this is real. I've made it all up. <laughs> and the guy's just like... <laughs> Uh, get, get out like get out man <laughs> like stop this <laughs> get the fuck out of here how dare you do me. me like this how dare you lie to me how dare you get out of exactly. my store put so, the onus on him that he's the asshole <laughs> yeah, of, uh, of course as soon as we receive an email or contact request quote chen and his team are able to trace it back to the source hence there is no requirement for photos or physical items to be sent prior to the appointment no nothing. Need. We nothing. promise. We promise you nothing. We give you nothing. We contact you never. We just take your money, and then you just have to hope it works. Yep. Yep. You're you're following so far. Can you book an appointment <laughs> for a friend or a relative? 
Why, yes, you can. My guide and his team will check with the client's higher self for permission to proceed with the appointment. Therefore, they are effectively granting permission. Okay, so who's worse? Who's worse? This guy who just like dupes you over the internet and is like, I will perform that surgery on you, you know, telepathically. Or the guy who like has a bottle of ketchup in his hand and is like pretending to stab you and, and, you know, oh, blood. Who's worse? Who's the worst person? Uh, (laughs) I I think it's a toss up, but I have a question for you. It's an ethical discussion. I have a question for you. Uh, what percentage of people who didn't ask to have this done to them or have a, like you, you call and book an appointment for your mom who doesn't know about this and they check with your mom's higher self, you know, what percentage of higher selves do you think say no and the decline? Like, what, what do you think the shooting percentage is on? Oh, we checked with their higher selves. Do you think, like, what do you think? Do you think there's any turndowns? Well, I think they're protected by HIPAA, and I think this doctor he respects that, so he wouldn't he wouldn't be inclined to give that out. So I'm just speculating. I'm guessing. Okay, right. I would say probably about thirty to forty percent of those people are are saying no. Okay, and the other half, right? They want to say no. They want us, but they're intrigued. They're like, "What? You right. really might be able to they're fix my lung selves. cancer." Yeah, the yeah. higher cells are they're plugged in, right? So they're so like, "Your mom's wow. doing dishes, and she just feels a strange feeling, and she's like." That's her higher self was saying, sign me up. Get the psychic surgery on your, you know, breast cancer. It might save you. When will I notice the effects after the appointment? Physical changes. Well, that's right. Five days. He said. Physical changes then start to happen over the next week or so as the physical body takes up the changes that have happened to the etheric body. This is a blueprint of the physical. Mm. Um, bullshit. Okay. Okay. So he's got this. This is where his bullshit stems in of his like <laughs> fake science stuff, right? You're not your etheric body on top. Your blueprint of your everything else. Yeah. I just affect it. Yes. It's like this guy probably you know some voodoo. will chime in some voodoo shit. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Fucker. So for, for listeners of fucking A, we would like you to know that every episode you come here, you listen to us, but simultaneously, Matt and I are tapping into your higher ethereal spiritual selves to better your general feelings, your well-beings, your your sense of self, your your confidence. You ever notice when you listen to fucking A, you know, you, you just feel better within three to five business days? I mean, regular days? I mean, you know... And again, <laughs> force people to listen to it as well. You don't need their consent. We check with the people you share the show with and their higher selves always say yes. hundred percent. We're actually, it's amazing. I said to Matt before the show, these higher selves are just like banging down the door to get in with our spiritual customer rewritings through the roof. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> sign up today. <laughs> Give me your money. <laughs> Give me your money. Okay, I have a I have a question for you. All right, Please. settle this debate for me. Okay. The girl and I were, you know, trolling social media the other day, and one of these videos went okay. viral. Okay, and there was a little bit of, little bit of, do I agree with it or do I disagree with it in the comments? Five year old, okay, birthday, take you out to a restaurant, right? Celebrate, right. you know, they're gonna sing you a song. Okay, what if that restaurant is Hooters? How do you feel about bringing a five-year-old to Hooters for their birthday and celebrating? So in the video, this kid First is like all, standing on the table. In? 
I, I apparently okay. Okay. So a kid's standing on on the table. The Hooters girls come by and give him these two like paper cups, like little those little triangle cups. So he puts it in his mouth like a fucking bird beak, and then they give him some little things like wings, and they sing a song, and this kid's you know flapping away, and he's loving his life. Happy birthday to me. Comments did okay. not think it was so lovely. How dare you bring a five year old to that environment? Blah 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 with those whores, etc. and so forth. All right. Well, I mean. It's it's more company policy than the girls who work there, I think. But also, it is a little trashy to take a five year old's birthday party to to Hooters. I mean, that's... okay. Can't, let me play the devil's advocate. Please. All right, I'm going to be the, the the other side. Please, the women. They're not. We we looked up. We googled the you know the uniforms from the 1970s or whatever versus now. They're a little more modest okay. now. They have they have sleeves. Okay, there's. Still Didn't some cleavage I? going on, but they have some, I don't think some the of them arms sleeves was now. the. I don't think arms were ever the <laughs> issue. <laughs> you have options, right? You have okay, options. Sure, you don't wear right, sleeves. Yeah. That was just fucking elbows. I could not believe how much weenus I was seeing out of Hooters. <laughs> Number two. Number two. Okay. The ladies were very sweet to this child. He looked like he was having a great time. All right. The kid was sure. loving his life. Okay. All right. Number three. The wings are pretty good. I mean, the kid, you know, hey, don't blame you, kid. They're not bad. They're not did bad. You ask him, like, what's going on here? Would he give a review? Yeah, I called him up. I'm like, listen, five year old, how did you I feel like the about honey, the food? No, I'm just. And oh. the titties. I mean, I mean, honey girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, on the. So it, I watched this video and like, people were like pissed about it because, you know, oh, of the course. fucking internet yeah, yeah. is. Welcome people to the fucking internet, are yeah. about everything, right? But I'm watching it and I'm like, trashy. Yeah, probably. I don't think I'd bring my five yeah. year old, but like after watching it, I definitely like, I don't think I would beat the shit out of my, like, you know, my husband, if he brought our kid there, it would be like a, Hey, maybe we, we don't would, go to Hooters it'd be next a conversation. Time. I think there'd be it'd a, be a conversation. conversation. Yeah. I'm just, I, I just, yeah. I don't know if that's really the right, that sounds more like the dad was like looking for a reason. Dad was like, I want a kid who's, yeah. yeah. Dad's single now. Dad's it's trying Timmy's to birthday. talk to some of the wings. It's Timmy's birthday. I'm not, it's not for me. Have you? Hey, it's my five-year-old. Let me moan about your tits in the back. Uh, you, what do you mean? What, what are you coming you on? Tasted What's the going wings on? here? Have you tasted the wings? I mean, look. This guy's probably a regular. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like Steve, they, it's, your they know his with, name. it's your weekend with the kids. So, all right, but I'm taking them where I want to go. So, you know, all right. Come with me to Hooters. Happy birthday. <laughs> Just nudging his five-year-old. Holy like, fuck, dude. Check out that one, eh? What do you think of that? Dad, I'm... Come on, say say what daddy told you. I barely have object Six. permanence. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, Tell man. Tell me nice what I said in the yeah. car. Yeah. My dad is a great man. <laughs> <laughs> Who is gainfully employed and is a loving partner. Mommy has always been so mean to dad. He deserves better. (laughs) Say it's your birthday, you little shit. It's my birthday. It's good. Now they're they're all going to circle the table and sing. Can we get the free dessert, please? Can we get the, can we get the, yeah, what the volcano cake? I don't know, man. I, I don't think what I... What about the titty tassels? What do you think? <laughs> Little cherries. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Like, I don't it, think it was that's... One, definitely. Yeah. It's one of those things, like, I saw and I'm like, 
okay, no. Not that, it's, but not like, that I'm like desperately outraged by it. It's just kind of one of those like, it kind of seems like an obvious thing. Like that's why we have Chuck E. Cheese and McDonald's play pets and shit. Like, you know, I think it's one of those things, I guess you're probably like setting up fucking, you know, you're just setting up your kid to be like those habits of, I want to go to Hooters for my birthdays and shit as a five-year-old means like women's tits ingrained in your head at five. is probably not great. Way too early. Yeah. It's way too early to scramble their, their concept of sexuality. You know, you're forming his sexual to be like, I like big titties. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? This kid's going to be a tits man for sure. (laughs) He's going to be sitting out of therapy 30 years later. Just, you know, tits are ass men. Well, when my father took me to Hooters when I was five. Oh I, <laughs> hmm. And how did that make you feel? I just wanted to all the time after that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Jesus I, I, Christ. I got a story to tell you. I actually got two. I'll, I'll tell them both. I've been driving a little bit more here lately. Getting back into the swing of driving cars. Oh, yeah? Good for you. Yeah, fun. I, I miss you. it. I, I did it so much when I was younger, I, I miss it. But... um. Two things. One, I, I had to get gas. So I pulled into a gas station and then I had to go to get groceries. So they're like on the same block. So pull out. It's like 2.30 on a weekday. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get things done in like the pre-rush hour, which isn't a thing where I live, I guess, in the intersection that I'm at. There's no such thing as pre-rush hour. It's always busy. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. But I'm vibing, right? Yep. So I'm, I pull out onto the street out of the gas station and, and all, I'm literally going two blocks, right lane, making another right turn into the grocery store parking lot, right? So I, I'm not, no rush, I'm chilling. Pull up, there's all this traffic, there's a side street, and there's a little, I'm like the only car, there's nobody behind me, and there's this little old lady in a minivan making a right turn out of the street. And I'm okay. like, I'm vibing. Okay. So I'm like, come on out, lady. You're after you, all you. And she's the slowest right turn ever. Like literally like making like four looks. I'm like, you're, you're good. <laughs> like, just go. I'm sitting, Go. I look into the rear view mirror because I'm killing the 30 seconds I got away for this woman to make a right. And I see a car come flying right up behind me and stop behind me. And it's like some 22 year old, like blonde, you know, college girl here. And as I'm looking in the rear view mirror at her, I see her mouthing words. And I'm like, my brain's like, maybe she's singing a song or something. And then I'm like, no, I, I read her lips clearly. She literally yells out loud. Uh, fucking go. Oh my God. Like that. And I'm like, first of all, do you not see <laughs> this person making a turn in front of me? And she starts looking over her shoulder. Like she's going to pull around. So the second I, I start to pull a little bit, she goes out around, gets in front of me and we all stop at a red light. <laughs> and so I pull into the, the grocery store, stop the car, get my shit, get out, lock the door, meander on over to the grocery store, go in, get a basket, you know, I'm getting some, I put, put some apples in a plastic bag, tie it up, put it in, turn around, look back out the window. This bitch is still stopped at the red light. I have done all this in the time it took and she's still sitting at the red light outside. And I, I was like, <laughs> congratulations. So to the, to the, you've blonde, achieved, you've achieved nothing. <laughs> yeah. Speeding to a anxiously and angrily speeding to a red light, I think should be the motto for human beings. Like, Bro, all the time, to- all the fucking time in Toronto, I have people cut me off, and then I end up getting past them. Just like mm-hmm. regular driving, it's insane. It's like, what do you yeah. guys, man? You you saved zero time. You almost caused an accident. Like, chill the fuck 
out, my guy. Either go but all in do, or don't. But do people like, ever try like to show? All I can think about this girl afterwards, I'm like, do you ever have a moment where you just feel like, oh, it's kind of ridiculous. Like, well, I'm losing my no, shit here have, just to get to a red this. light. Like, This is how it works. Anybody slower than you is a fucking idiot, and anybody yep. faster than you is a fucking <laughs> maniac. Maniac, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all every every driving story is relevant relative to that, right? Depending yeah. on how fast you were going. Because yeah. I've even had times where like I'm fucking chilling. It's five in the morning, and I'm going to work or something, and like I'm coasting because I'm not in a rush. And then I have other times where it's like I need to get to work, and I'm fucking zooming. You know what I mean? I'm like it's fucking yeah. slowpoke. Meanwhile, that was me yesterday. I was <laughs> the slowpoke. So it's it's relative. Yeah. Right? I don't know. People lose their shit. But I got another one, which is... Okay. I go to the Starbucks around the corner here. There's a little parking lot in the back. And this is London, Ontario, which is, you know, at 8.30 in the morning, like the city... You ever got up so early and you're like, God, it's like the city's owned by squirrels at this hour. In London, London at 8 o'clock in the morning, this city is run by crackheads. Like, it's like 80% crackheads. Absolutely. But I'm up early, so I go and get Starbucks. They're like... They never, they, they never slept. <laughs> they didn't even rise. They've they been never up. sleep. So I get, <laughs> I pull into this parking lot and I get out of the car. And as I'm getting out, I can see in the mirror. There's like a guy coming from the alleyway behind us, but he looks pretty normal-ish. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't have, he, hmm? he's not like clear and obvious, but I get out of the car. And as I'm getting out of the car, I hear him talking and I'm like, oh, here we go. Right. All right. So first thing I hear is he's talking to the, all the Canada geese that are in a, in a, big gaggle, I guess, next to where I'm parked. And he's like, <laughs> that's the correct term. Was yep. it? What? Thank you. He was, all I hear him say is he goes, you're fucking eating food from like 20 years ago. What are you doing? Like, at the- <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, Most sane crackhead. <laughs> so you know how it gets being in Toronto. You know how it gets when you, when you get in the, when you get in the sphere of one of those people, you just kind of like, you just don't engage. Get small, you just don't engage. Right. I don't exist. Yeah, you're on high, you're you're on high alert, but you don't engage. Right. So I close the car door, and I'm as a, I I just as I'm walking by, I I take the fucking thing, and over my shoulder, I just lock the car twice like beep, that. Beep. And I hear from behind me as I do that, and I'm walking away. I hear, oh yeah, look at this fucking guy. Look at this cool guy here. This guy thinks he's so fucking cool, huh? You think you're fucking cool? And I burst out laughing like. <laughs> burst out laughing because like you said don't engage so i'm walking and he's behind me and i'm like don't let him hear you or see you i was almost crying laughing listening to this guy behind me <laughs> amazing dog see when you engage that's how you get the shit kicked out of you by a crackhead there's like a fight that you didn't intend yep. to be in it's like it's stabbed at eight o'clock in the morning outside you're of starbucks you're like, like you just being like what like, you know what i mean it's worse that you can say just you just don't engage so for three days, I've been walking around. I was saying to Lori, I'm like, look at me, huh? Look at this fucking cool guy right here going to the fridge. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Can't help it. It's it's amazing. It was an amazing experience. So those those you were my should, going should, ons here. Oh, man, you should challenge him. You should go back and find him and be like, look at this fucking cool guy over here. He's going to be like, hey, it's you, another cool fucking guy. And you can have a I cool I really like your shoes. You your shoes are look, you're, oh, those, what a great hoodie you're wearing. Where'd you get it? It looks great. I love how you have nothing better to do than yell at geese today. Damn. <laughs> it's fucking super sick, man. It was very like, 
encountering two very different people in this city, like a college girl who's completely out of her mind over me waiting for an old lady to make a turn and a uh, crackhead. got to introduce those two to each other. Yo. Just fucking go. You think you're so cool <laughs> in your car. <laughs> Jeez, get her. Oh, imagine the children. Imagine the kids. They'd be Commander taking those kids to Hooters is what they'd be doing. Absolutely, man. Oh, oh I'm not same couple. Good stuff. Yo, this is, this is great, actually. Uh, so the other night, the uh, the Los Angeles Rams, when they were playing the San Francisco 49ers, oh, they had a, a guy rush onto the field. Now, one of those dudes, he wasn't streaking, though. I, would, I was kind of disappointed. I mean, go all in can if you're going to fucking go on field, right? Did he, did he uh, break into the open field and score an 85-yard fucking touchdown on us? Well, seven of our players missed tackles, or? No, no, that'd be relevant. But Bobby okay. Wagner laid the hammer on him. I don't know if they showed it on the broadcast or not. I saw they it after did not. the fact. They never do. Okay, so this guy, uh, typical shit, you know, going for animal rights or something like that, okay. yada, yada. He had a pink flare with him, like one of those fucking like birthday reveal things okay. with the smoke, you know? Gender so anyway, reveal flares or whatever, like. Yeah, exactly, right? But okay. it was for animal abuse. Now, here's the TMZ report here. Now, the fan who was leveled by Bobby Wagner, your boy over there. No, Laid not, him the fuck out. Not my boy, but okay. He's not your boy. I know you're not a fan right now. But not anyway, really. after running onto the field during Monday Night Football this week, has now filed a police report over the incident. TMZ Sports has learned. The man went to Santa Clara Police Department on Tuesday following the Rams versus 49ers games, police tell us, and filed the report. Spokesperson did not reveal any further details. So this guy broke onto the field, got his shit cleaned, and has yep. now filed a police report for, quote, brutal assault. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, what a waste of time and energy. Like, these guys aren't unionized, and it's going to be a slam dunk case of, wait, you broke onto a field? Yeah. These guys have no idea what the fuck you're going to do? I'm sure. I'm sure. A league, I'm sure a league where you can like rape 30 people and still play the same season is going to bring the hammer down on this guy here. Like, this is where we draw the line. Hitting protesters, we, we won't stand for that. Like, no. Be fair. Be fair, okay? He didn't rape 30 women. He just exposed himself to 24. Sorry, right? yeah, he sexually assaulted 48 women. I should have... You know, and he's Ex- yeah, get your, get your numbers weeks. right. He's coming right. back in four weeks, by the way, Deshaun Watson. Eleven more games. Eleven, eleven games. Yeah, guy gets suspended for eleven games. But anyway, bro, like it was a clean tackle too. No flag. You know, head on a swivel. He fucking laid him the fuck out. You're it right. wasn't even brutal assault. It was like, bro, it was textbook tackle. He didn't, he didn't kill. Actually, you. it was also he an just, assisted tackle because Tack McKinley was in on the tackle too. So technically, it's not a solo. It's, true. it's an assist. But still counts towards your total tackles. <laughs> I don't think Bobby Wagner tackled anybody wearing football pads on that Monday night game. So um, it's nice to see him staying up on his skills, at least uh, on in between plays. It's just got to be a ploy to like probably get it back into the headlines or whatever, right? Because or or some yeah. other bullshit of like well, trying these, to. I mean, how dumb you have to be to not realize. I mean, animal rights activists and football fans, I don't think overlap very much at all to begin with. So the fact that this person didn't know. I don't think so. They don't show you on camera at all. I watched the game and they, they did exactly the thing that they always do. Mm-hmm. They went to the like, like the stadium cam where it's like way from the top of the stadium. You can't really see anything. Yep. They don't show it. They barely and mention you hear the it. commentators talk about it. <laughs> they mention they, they do the same thing every time. The commentators were like, oh, some guy's on the field now. And anyway, uh, Matthew Stafford's facing a lot of pressure here this afternoon. Blah, blah, blah. And they wait till it clears and they go back to the game. It, the, you get no attention doing it. Why they haven't figured this out yet. Like it's, I don't know. 
it's it's fucking wild. Like I don't know why why people still think that that's the way it, seems, it works. And then they they proudly show off their fucking tickets and charges, and it's like everybody thinks you're a dumbass. I hate to tell you, I I hate to tell you, nobody gives a fuck. I'm having a I'm having a thought, which is okay. Think it the same the same philosophy that they apply to streakers and people who run on the field at football games is so Mm -hmm. that, that philosophy of, of the networks is so progressive compared to how we treat mass murderers. You know what I mean? Like some guy runs on the field at Monday night football and they don't show them and they don't talk about them. And that person goes away because if you gave them the attention, people would think it's a good way to get attention to myself. But if somebody slaughters 50 people, it's all they talk about on CNN and everyone remembers the killer and nobody remembers the victims. Yep. That's the thought I had where I was like, I've been making this case for years. Right. And they say that like literally media coverage of like mass murderers, like perpetuates violence and causes it to happen again. Okay. So fine. You want to do this? Let's, let's do this. Let's get into a a nice nuanced conversation. The NFL has, has a product to sell, right? It's the shield. It's the NFL itself. Mm -hmm. It's the brand of the game. And they don't want that to be tarnished by any shit like that. The media itself is selling fear and narrative. So therefore by promoting it, it plays into what they're trying to sell. It's not, you're not just protect, you're not trying to protect Fox News or CNN. You're trying to protect the idea of what sells. And for them, what sells is the fear and that kind of shit and the mongering and yada, well, yada. That's more content right. they can put you're, out, right? Well, I was going to say, you're right. The, the news, major news networks don't give a fuck if there's 50 mass murderers this year because it will keep you glued to your television for, for all of that. <laughs> they want 51. Like, it's yeah, another story they can run. They're hoping for 51 because then the trial will be major news and you'll keep watching their stupid fucking programs. You know, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, he, he ate people. Excellent. Boom, marketing oh, cannibal. Delicious. Done. <laughs> exactly right. Like they hear shit like that, and they're they're stoked. They're well, fucking not, stoked. Speaking of mention, which, bro. Sorry, yeah, no, please go ahead. go ahead. No, I was gonna. I was just gonna no, say that like, the 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 reality that people are obsessed with serial killers, like deranged. Like, why are why is there another Jeffrey Dahmer television show? Like. How many times do you need I was to tell literally just about to the say the same I, fucking story? Like, so I'm watching the Jeffrey Dahmer <laughs> thing right now, right? <laughs> <laughs> <That's> exactly, <laughs> exactly my point. And it's just like, yo, that shit is fucking deranged. But like, I I lap it up. I fucking lap it up. Yeah, you repackage sure. it in a different little way with an actor I like and and some shit. And bro, this shit's chilling. You know entertaining yeah, as fuck I'm, too but I'm, also I'm sure it is really really concerning really concerning yeah. with how you know the police just like didn't do their job and this guy ended up killing way more people Dog, because of it look at the look at the true crime genre like not to uh, shitting on shitting on fellow podcasters again as always but that genre does not survive that genre always people are like it's about victims and justice and all that it's not it's it has always been about morbid curiosity and and the weird obsession people have with violent death like always 100 percent. i think that's fair i think that's fair oh my god kim kardashian has a new podcast oh my god how are we going to compete with the cia and kim kardashian in the podcast space what are we supposed to do i know We'll talk about guys that eat other people. Just yes! for the fiftieth time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fucking A is now a serial killer podcast. 
Oh, fuck, man. <laughs> That's our next imp- Oh, God. I don't know if I want to branch that way. I don't know. I don't know, man. Sure? Well, I'm not sure about this. Here's something that's actually PS. relevant, all right? As a guy who just <laughs> bought a vacuum okay. not too, too long ago, this is relevant to us, okay? Now, on oh, Amazon... It's very. Can I say that's really niche, by the way? This is for vac- now, recent vacuum purchasers only. Continue. Okay. And future potential vacuum purchasers. Okay. All right. Okay. Listen up. Listen up. On Amazon, more than a quarter of vacuum cleaners sold on Amazon have at some point pretended to offer a discount when they had actually just increased the price. So by pairing a price increase nice. with the introduction of a previously unadvertised quote list price, Amazon signals to shoppers that they're receiving a discount when they're actually paying up to 23% <laughs> more on average for their new vacuum than they would have just a day earlier. <laughs> Days after the price hike, the price drops and both the list price and misleading discount claim disappear. Now, sellers of uh. digital cameras, blenders, drones, and even books use the same misleading practice, although less right. frequently. The false discounts drive higher sales despite charging more money, causing the product to improve than Amazon's sales rankings. So, boom, hey, buddy, there's a fucking sale on. We just up the price, and you go, that's a fucking great price. I'm going to buy that. And, boom, next thing you know, you just paid up to 23% more on your vacuum specifically. You know what, bro, you know what we really what the you know fuck? What we need? You know what we need? This, What's that? This just goes to show that we never truly respected the prices right as an art form and as an educational tool for people. Nobody knows. How, how would you know that? If you don't know what a, a vacuum cleaner should cost, it's one of those items that's like, it's going to cost me exactly, a few hundred right? something, right? Ish. I don't know. The fuck do I know? Right? Like. <sighs> sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. 300 bucks. It seems like how much it should cost. It seems like a lot, right? Like, who the fuck knows? Nobody knows. They're preying on our, our ignorance, bro. They know what's up. They know we're fucking monkeys. They know we just click and we see sale and we go, whoa, shiny. Bye. Click. Yeah, I mean, I go on. I'm one of those people. When I go on Uber Eats now, I go to the deal section first, see if there's any good buy one get ones. You know, two entrees for the price of one, bro. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. It's it scares me because this is what happened to me, right? I was looking at getting a new fucking vacuum because my dog sheds like fucking insane. My dad (laughs) got a Dyson, and I finally ponied up and was like, I want to get one, but they're too expensive. Was at Costco, went around a corner, boom, the vacuum I was looking at was on sale. I'm like, well, I guess I gotta buy it, and I fucking bought it. You know what I mean? So like the same shit. I don't know what they fucking cost. The only reason I have an idea yeah. what they cost is because I, I looked online and went, that's too much for me. I'm not buying that. So yeah. I go on sale a little bit. Right. But had I gone I online no and saw it was on sale. Too. No, yeah. exactly. Right. My point of reference is the fact that I looked into vacuums beforehand and was like, nah, I don't want to spend that much money. And I'm when I saw you, it on sale. It was like, all right, cool. I'm telling you, we need to, we need to make prices right. Like a, like a high school class now, you know? Basic finance, you know, basic sort of life skills, costs of regular items. You know what I mean? Bob Barker was a prophet, bro. Bob Barker was ahead of his time. They won't allow that, though. They won't allow that into the curriculum because they don't want kids going to grocery stores being, excuse me, um, per 100 grams, (laughs) coffee should actually cost 48 cents. And you're charging me a dollar 62. Wake up, sheeple. Exactly. You don't want your, you don't want kids being indoctrinated with, with intelligence. No, no, they don't want us to know how much a washing machine costs. Oh, 
Trying to keep they don't the want dark. to know us about planned planned obsolescence. <laughs> you got it. He got it. I did. You got it. I you tried. It. Congratulations. I like that you had to do the old like look up to remember. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> boy. It's true though. It's I fucking, really did. It's wild though. It's like I uh, really did. Like every now and then I'll like go on the PlayStation store and like look at games and see like what's on sale. You know what kind of crap do I want to buy? And it's like. Nothing, nothing normal's yeah. on sale. Only the like super deluxe ass fucker edition is on sale. And it's like, well, Always. wow. So the $150 Always, version bro. is 30% off. So it's a hundred bucks. I'm like, okay, that's, uh, it's fucking rude. You know, I'm so sick of that shit, bro. Where there's like eight different versions of a game or something. And it's, did I, you see, I get what it's like to be, sorry. Did you ahead. see, I, I, I was, I think I had it as an article, but I maybe didn't prepare and bring it. That uh, it was like Far Cry or something, Far Cry Six or something, is selling a Game of the Year edition, and the people are like, "Wait, what?" They it, because it didn't ever win. Oh, any it didn't win Game of, game the, of year. the Year awards. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, uh, it's hold on. Okay, let's 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 talk about this. It's the okay. stupidest shit, bro. Like the whole marketing gimmick of just like yeah. you can just say it's the Game of the Year edition. It's it didn't have like shut the Who's fuck gonna stop you? up. Who? But yeah, Who's that's the problem, you? right? There's no regulation against Who's that. Who's going to enforce the rule? Who's going to enforce the rule? Is the there SRB, any rule against saying that? Is there any rule? Like, could we not just say this is the number one podcast in the world? Objectively, not true. <laughs> but, you can you just know. put an asterisk in the bottom, but like put like for Canadian, like very specific, you know, criteria for Canadian, yeah. you know, dumbass think they're smart, but are actually stupid, you know. <laughs> Between the ages of 24 and 32. Exactly. Who make like under $100,000 a year. And like, yeah. <laughs> who moved out and think they're better <laughs> than other people that didn't move out yet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who went to a four-year college and, you know, got a degree. Don't use the degree. <laughs> right. Don't use the degree. Can't use or You cannot. If you're listening to fucking A and you're, and you're using what you went to school for, turn us off and get out of here right now. We can't have you here. We're not for you. We're not for you. <laughs> Oh, look at me. I tried to be a podiatrist and oh, now I am. Fuck I, you. I achieved things. I set my mind to it and I did it. Ugh, not interested. Keep it moving. You know? Not for you. <laughs> Keep it moving. Drink more microplastics in your breast milk. So, uh, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that's a thing now. That's a thing. It, it's, it's fucking, I, was, I keep reading that too. They're like, newborn babies have pollution in their lungs. So it's like, how? They didn't even breathe yet. Like, well, that's the way it works. Mm -hmm. Have fun. Um, <laughs> I got two things that are in the same vein, actually. And maybe a broader discussion too. All right. Tipping. It's like a urethra. Uh, let me pump the brakes. Sorry, what was that? <laughs> you know, you pee and, and and cum out of the same hole. It's the same vein. Uh, all right. Upon you further review, I'll allow it. Getting two birds stoned at once. You know what I'm saying? That is that is backwards <laughs> and uncomfortable, but still applicable. I think you're actually <laughs> okay. Carrying on back to where I was me, trying to hit me with it. Hit me so with it, doctor. I got two stories. Okay. One is I found this article talking about Canadians, apparently. And, and I'm curious if, because my experience about this is applicable. I don't know if maybe you are listeners as well. Mm -hmm. Tipping fatigue is now hitting consumers as requests for gratuities have drastically increased and spread to new businesses amid the rise of automated payment machines and preset yep. 
tip yep. suggestions. 100%. Yep. Uh, I could go off. Please, please continue with what you want to say. And then I'll I fucking the article is basically just the obvious things that are going to set you off okay. with most pandemic restrictions okay. lifted and inflation pushing up the cost of everything. People are feeling uncomfortable with the pressure to tip more, including at businesses where tipping wasn't traditionally expected. Yeah. And it says point of sale terminals increasingly suggest amounts ranging from 18 to 30% or another yep. amount that can be mutually added Seems that 15% is now rude and customers feel that inflation has drastically already increased prices and service quality is dropping. 100%. That's exactly how I feel. So a couple points with it. One, places that didn't have that option before on their debit Mm. machines and stuff are like asking you up front when it's like you just handed me something out of a fridge. Like you didn't fucking perform any service for me. You didn't wait on my table. Nothing like that. Like, no, I'm not tipping you. And then I've had one where it was like you couldn't, like cancel out of it you had to manually enter like zero and shit like that so it's like you're trying to make me feel like a fucking asshole when you literally haven't done anything for me second you're absolutely that thing is absolutely fucking right the prices have gone up so much that yo 20 percent on a bill that like used to let's say be 40 bucks that's now 58 dollars or like 53 or whatever because it's gone up a lot at fucking places that's even more money on the tip and on top of that shit now you're gonna tell me i'm an asshole for tipping 15 percent like bro like I'm giving you fucking 40 yeah. bucks or something. If it's like a nice expensive, like what the fuck are we doing here, man? I had, this shit's getting I out of control. At the coffee place I've been going to at a moment where like I, w- I spent like three or four hours there. So like when I came in, I got a coffee and like, I don't know, like something small, like a iced tea or something. Right. And I tipped them. Mm-hmm. It's like a $7 bill. So I tipped them like the buck. I'm like that, whatever. And then I got food on my way out. And like a second, like a latte. So it's like fucking like $7 to begin with. And the bowl is like, like 16 bucks. So the bill's like $23. And I, out of reflex, tipped them again. Cause it's just like the, I've done the tap thing on the screen so many times. And I'm like, I just tipped them like five fifty, like on this one when I already tipped, like, I, it, you know what I mean? Like, because yep. the bill was so much higher mm-hmm. because I bought a more expensive item. You're right. I hit it out of reflex and was like, I just fucking tipped you like six bucks on this fucking like a uh, coffee and like a, a sandwich bowl thing. Fuck it. Like, yeah, it's exactly that. Like it, companies are now increasing. The, they're increasing the cost of their goods. They don't want to pay people more. So now they're passing on the cost of inflation of the goods to you and now making you the consumer responsible for paying their people more. You know what I mean? And every one of them was like, well, it's such, it's so hard to run a business these days. The article had some fucking CBC interview with some coffee house guy in Toronto who was like, it's just getting so hard to make money, man. Like, we really think this works. You know, we really think, you know, consumers are happy to, you know, take part in this. And it's like, fuck off. Like, <laughs> genuinely suck fuck my off. balls. Suck you know? my fucking balls. Get your hottest coffee you have and dunk your testicles in them. Like, fuck <laughs> yourself, bro. No, I don't, I don't happy dispute. To pay our employees. I don't, Doug, I don't, I don't dispute. I'm sure rents for businesses are through the fucking roof. I'm sure costs yeah, of goods. through the roof. I'm sure it is way more expensive than ever. But also at the same time, like, to just be like, well, you pay for it. Like, No. Like, no, like it's not making no. me feel bad about it. Make you know? a good product at a decent price and people will come. It's business. Sure. It's point blank business. Like, I'm sorry sure. if you're a pizza shop and you make shitty fucking pizza and there's 20 fucking pizza joints around you, you're not going to make it. 
It's not my fault. You know yeah. what I'm saying? If you're a good fucking spot, I don't care if your slice is a dollar more than the next place. I'm coming to see you. Stop passing the buck onto us. Sure. Stop taking the blame on the fucking customers. If your business model isn't profitable, it's your fault. I'm sorry. It just is what it is. I feel well, bad for you. There is sort of, that's a different, yeah. like, it just there is, is what a bit it is, of like, a, a, like a Darwinian adaptation thing for this for me, too, where I read it and I'm like, people are always like, it's getting so hard to run this. And I'm like, well, you know, maybe businesses need to change. Like, maybe traditional big real estate, you know, you get a huge lot and then you you make, you know, coffee and all this shit and people sit around all day. Like, maybe it's not the wave of the future now. Like, maybe it's now. I always thought, I remember at the start of pandemic, I thought, after the pandemic, and I think it is already happening, that the way restaurants are going to operate is that now they're all going to be tiny little holes in the wall where it's basically just a kitchen and a window. You know, there's not going to be seating. There's not going to be anything. It's mm-hmm. going to be literally you place a fucking order and they're like, here you go. Or they hand it out the back door to an Uber driver and that's it. So they're paying fuck all for the real estate. They're just paying for a kitchen and a girl to sit at the front and take orders. And they're just handing bags out to each side. You know what I mean? Like, because no one's a sitting lot of in. places already run like that. Exactly. Now there's a sick. lot of places it's doing sick. that. Like, I don't know. It's fucking And nuts, I've never man. once been like upset about it. It just kind of is what it is. You know what I mean? Now, if you want to go have a nice sit down yeah. dinner, that's a little bit different. Right. But then the prices are going to reflect that. If you're just a fucking yeah. small, like if you're a jerk yeah. chicken place, like, yo, you could be a hole in the wall. Your food's fucking good. People are, look at fucking, you go to Dufferin and Bloor, one of the, I can't remember what the name of it is, but it's it's a decent Caribbean spot. They're fucking lined up to the corner. There's nowhere you sit down in there. Yeah, you there know you what go. I mean? Like people will, will go yeah. and fucking get it. So anyway, I agree like with you. It's frustrating. Bro. Quality always wins. Quality always fucking wins. Fucking right, man. So I have a second tipping. I have a second tipping story though. This is kind of in a different vein, but I thought, I thought they go together. So... Before her third consecutive double shift at a pizzeria last year, Grace Velez pulled her hair, which fell past her waist, into pigtails. Velez says she was used to inappropriate comments from customers, but what she experienced that particular day shocked her. Numerous customers began flirting with her, and before she typically made $45 to $75 in tips during a double shift, that day she was clearing over $140. She made a TikTok about it and other stories. Ooh, Bella Woodward saw Velez's TikTok and others began commenting, commenting about how, quote, tip tails were bringing in the extra cash. So Woodward decided to try it for herself. She found that she went from between two and four hundred dollars to well over four and five hundred dollars in tips. Quote, a lot of older men would tell me they really liked my pigtails and would make little comments about my hair. It was very odd. Odd. Hmm. The TikTok trend has sparked hmm. a discussion on the sexualization of young girls and the age-old problem of flirting with servers. So the whole article was about how basically on TikTok, all these girls were saying that when they put their hair in pigtails, their tips suddenly go way up. Okay. okay. Two ways, two ways <laughs> you lean into this, okay? okay? One, straight up. Yeah, obviously the the horny, the subtle horniness from the customers, right? It's going to reflect in the mm-hmm. tips. It is what it is. Yep. Now you have two choices as a server. Do you lean into this and make the money? Or do you put your foot down and say, I'm I'm not a symbol of, of horniness and, and I'm not an object of your fucking, you know, desires. So I, I'm not going to do that. And then I make less money. So now you've got that you're stuck in this weird little fucking spot where like you're going to work and you're putting your pigtails in, girl. You're making you're making your tips. 
You've got to put up with that shit. Yeah, that's well. The the is it weird fair? thing about the article, no, but yeah, the weird thing about the article is that like it is like stating the obvious a little bit in that sense. I think the mm-hmm. the thing about it is is that it it's like an extra level of creepy because it seems to be young girls looking younger seems to get like creepy old guys being like nice pigtails, like because yeah, look, that shit's fucking weird bro man to man yeah, i agree i agree there it's is just weird some, as fuck there is some weird thing with guys and pigtails there's some connotation with it you know what i mean like there's something about i you know i don't traverse the internet as much as other people maybe do but there is something about guys and pigtails that they think it they should we say it out loud they think it implies Go for it. Two hands to hold on to. Something to Blow hold on to. Blowjobs with handlebars. <laughs> yeah, that's gross and fucking so creepy. And yeah, that's exactly accurate. Accurate. <laughs> it's accurate. Yeah, like absolutely, absolutely fucking disgusting, and gross. But apparently, there's now like proof that uh, tip tails works. Ugh. Ugh. Dudes. It's it's dudes being it's, dudes. It's an interesting thing because. You've got this whole, I mean, obviously sex is always sold, right? Of course. Um, but now there's so many different ways to sell it with media and advertising yeah. and obviously fucking, you know, rub and tugs, but that's, that's, that's a side. That's, that's its own thing. But in regards sure. to how stuff is marketed at you, a lot of times now sex just sells better than if you didn't have it there. Right. So for somebody whose yeah. job is driven off tips and this tip culture, naturally yeah. like it's either lean into it or make less money well you're gonna fucking lean into it right so i'm cool with it right but now now you have these like sub communities of people that have arisen being like yo like how do i lean into the subtle horniness like what are some tips they go on tiktok and shit but like this is how you need to do your streams sure. this is how you need to do your shit at work and yo like make oh, your money i'm dog, not i'm like, not hating it's like at all. twitch stream girls like it's like twitch stream yes, girls it's like yes, oh, wow they're all like they all have like bright pink hair and their tits are like half pushed up. It's like, well, because obviously they do because they want people to come back. Even if they're creepy, horny guys who are like, uh, can I watch you play mm-hmm. call of duty today? When are you on uh, tip button, tip button? It's, like, y- Dude, I'm not even gonna lie. It's actually really frustrating. Cause like I, I play a lot of online games and shit like that. Right. And I see with the community, like the stuff they'll interact with, there's so many like e-girl streamer stuff that's people like on yeah. Twitter, for example, if you like a post, uh, your other followers can see shit you like, right? I've had to unfollow sure. and mute so many people for shit that I'm like, what in the fuck is wrong with you degenerates, man? And there's all, yeah. there's a whole fucking dude. They make some Horny serious bank. Horny bonk. hundred percent, bro. Bonk. Yeah. I mean, look, as, doing, man? as, as two guys specifically, the two guys that we are, we have no conception of sex using sex to, advance or sell or do anything otherwise look i'd be pulling my <laughs> cock out to get this show on the road going you know like it would be yeah doesn't work for us yeah. but yeah i don't know you're right it's an age-old problem i don't think there's any solution to it so it's basically being like that's gross guys shouldn't do that like good just good luck ever like you know yeah that's not gonna stop that's not gonna stop flirting Yo, with servers we're... by the way i mean come on <sighs> What are you doing? She does be polite. Just be nice. Be polite just and be just know polite. that you're a fucking, she's just trying to work you, man. Like anybody that doesn't realize that. Now, if you realize that and you still are hit, like, whatever. Okay. Do your thing. But the guys who like actually yeah. think that they're just like 
being oh, nice, so nice because you're so sexy or you're she's so interested in you. Like, oh, come I told on. a joke. Like, use your brain. I told a joke and she laughed. Oh my god. I think she likes me. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't know. Just don't bother women when they're at work. You know, creepily watch their schedule and see when they're off and then meet them <laughs> in the alley behind the place and then be like, hey there. <laughs> are those I've noticed, I've noticed you finish exactly at 11.05 p.m. every night are those pigtails I like pigtails that's how you pick up women oh my god oh dear god fuck alright you got one more you want, to, you want to slide one in under the door here alright I'll slide one in here alright this is just bizarre to me I, I, I'm hoping this guy has some mental health issues it, like, okay, I, I okay. pray that's what the answer is so an American tourist requested an audience with Pope Francis while visiting the Vatican's Cheramonti Museum. Our boy. When his request was denied, the man, in his 50s, directed his ire at the nearest ancient bust and sent it crashing to the floor. As the Yo. perpetrator tried to flee the scene, another sculpture was smashed in his wake. Quote, the person who knocked down the statues was stopped by the Vatican police and has been handed over to the Italian authorities. Official statement from the Vatican read. So this what? guy legit was like, I want to meet the Pope. And they said, no. no. So he fucking smashed shit in this museum, bro. Like 2,000-year-old statues in the Vatican. This guy just fucking destroyed. What? Do you and think you know, Jesus this- would be okay with that? You know? No, you're going to meet your commoners. Except when this guy shows up, it's probably like, oh, fuck. I was like, I'm here to meet the Pope. And they're like, uh, nah, dog. Like, I you don't think we're going to let you. This guy's going to get to the pearly gates. You're like, uh, I, I love it, the Pope. Can I come in? I, I've always been. They're like, well, it's just one thing. That, you know, we're reviewing your file here uh, for the afterlife. And um, I'm a little concerned with this whole incident, this 2022 uh, you know, September, October. So it seems it says that- here it says here to destroy the bust of of of, of Saint Deacon. Yeah, hey, Deacon, Deacon, a- Deacon just shows oh. up. What do you think? Well, about well, this? This look who's fucking here. <laughs> look who it is. You thought that was pretty funny, didn't you? You huh? thought you were gonna smash my shit? Yeah, yeah. Idea thought you were gonna get was? away with it, didn't you, motherfucker? That sculptor got my good side, and he fucking nailed it. You have any idea how? You have any idea how hard that is? Fuck it. I'm so sorry. Dude, like, <laughs> they crucified my ass, okay? Okay? Fuck, man. Are you going to bust my shit? That's just, that's like throwing a tantrum. Like, because you didn't get to meet the Pope? <laughs> Doug, you're like, in the Vatican. Like, what are you doing? What are you, they're going to fuck you up, bro. You can't bust shit there and just think it's okay. But you repent afterwards. You're like, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean it. Say That's it, right? Thirty you Hail give, Marys. You, yeah, and then you you know you're an article in the paper, and you probably have a better chance of meeting the Pope. Maybe you can be like, I'm sorry, you know, this is a learning. No. This is a this is a good post op opportunity for you, Mister Mister Pope. No, this is uh, you've seen this Pope. He like slapped that woman who grabbed his hand the one time a little too aggressively. He was like, No. Did you ever see that? Oh yeah, yeah that's that was a big right. deal. That, that was did like, happen. They're like, Oh my god, the Pope. It's like this woman like groped him, and he was like, No, and she was like. <gasps> Like that's right, you just got slapped by the hand of God, imagine, motherfucker. Like, how do you like that? Like, imagine he like actually slapped her though. Was just like, <laughs> <"Wah!"> <laughs> she just gave her like a, a nice solid backhand. How dare you touch got, the Pope? He's the Pope. He's got the ultimate out. Be like, well, the God. He told me to do it. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah, everybody be like, all right. At uh, least you're not touching children. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good, good Pope. Good way Pope. Let us walk over that incredibly low bar you've set for this. The church. (laughs) 
Yo, you know what? When even my grandmother is concerned about it and, and is disappointed in the church, you know it's a problem. I think. Uh, I think. I think we just. I think we need to just let priests just fuck normally. Just normal fucking. I hundred hundred percent agree. Maybe we don't take vows of chastity. No. Maybe you just live a normal life. You know what I mean? Also, like, what does that have to do with anything? Like, well, it's if you purity, start, man. Yo, it's not gonna like make. I I never understood that shit. Is it supposed to what? Like, you're not distracted by it? Is it like one of those like weird dudes who's like, I don't have sex, and now I'm like a CEO, and like all my mental energy is focused on achieving like is that is it the same idea like if you're not thinking about pussy like you're gonna yeah, like, like, I like be devout because <laughs> i don't know yeah i don't i don't really fucking get it either man you just have all that pent-up energy right you gotta you gotta do something with it and unfortunately the priests don't have an outlet they need an outlet oh you know what so this is what we do i have an okay. idea i have an idea okay all right we ch- we 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 start a service, okay, where we train popes how to be defenders of justice. Okay, we give them martial arts and boxing lessons, and then we use them okay. to beat up CEOs. That's what we have, and then we'll have pay per view events where the pope kicks the shit out of CEOs. Anybody who steps out of line, boom. What does this have to do with the diddling priests? Are they in on this? They too? need because they need it. They need an outlet for their oh, pent up aggression, right? Okay. They're not having sex. They're not busting nuts. They gotta bust jaws. <laughs> but they gotta be in the name of God. You know what I'm saying? It's gotta be for good. <laughs> it's gotta be like the left hand of God and the right hand of justice. And they just come in and start throwing hands. <laughs> oh my god! Like oh, Nestle. Nestle, you want to sell chocolate and have some slave lip? Pow! Pow! That's Jesus to the left. Pow! That's God to the right. You know what I'm saying? Just get yoked popes. That's what they are. <laughs> yoked pope. <laughs> <laughs> that new show coming to HBO this fall. The yoked the pope. Yoked pope. <laughs> Starring Dwayne the Rock Johnson. The yoked pope. I would love it. I would heavily inv- I would buy all the stocks in that show. Would Where you? do I invest? Did you ever watch the Jude yeah, Law one about- where he's like the cool Pope or whatever? It's a good ass show. I have not seen that. It's actually a is good it? show. Okay. Yeah, it's a good show. Does Follow he fight it. anybody? Uh, I don't know, but I think he fucks, which, you know. Oh, that's a plus. All right. That's a plus. Yo, this Pope fucks. <laughs> <laughs> that's the tagline. That's it. This the Pope yoked Pope fucks. fucks. <laughs> Fuck, man. All right. This has been the 96th episode of Fuck It A. I feel like we've run long today. Talking about papal, papal goings on. Pretty good, actually. Yeah, not bad. 96 episodes. Thank you for being here. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All of you, real people, robots, automated downloads, whoever you are. It's nice to see you. It's nice to hear you. By the way, for for the (laughs) visual, for the YouTube today, the sun coming in my window is actually like working perfectly with my background. Look at that. It does. It really does. I've been noticing that. I know. Maybe I'm actually in the woods. Maybe I'm coming to you live from outside. Breeze in my hair. Fresh air. Me and the Pope. We're doing (laughs) push-ups. Your hair is not moved at all. That's what the proper styling will do. If you want to support fucking A, all we ask is to tell a friend about it, share the show, spread the word, bring friends, whether they like it or not. Whether it's on their physical plane or their ethereal plane, we accept listeners of all kinds. You don't have to ask them. Just remember, if you force a show on them, we've already checked with their higher selves and they have consented to hearing the podcast. They have consented. They've yes. given consent. They have given consent. They have given consent. So don't worry. 
please come back for next week's episode, number 97. Oh, sorry, not next week's episode. We're off for a week. Matt and I are going to see each other in person. Unfortunately, not for recording. Uh, have, for, a li- have a little party. Having a little party. A little party. Oh, good times and in, in the good flesh. Time. But we will be back the week after. So thank you for your patience. If you want more and you haven't heard every episode of the show, there's a long catalog. It's getting longer all the time. That's what I say about myself. If you like the show, you can also give it a rating, a review, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen. If you're on the YouTube and you see me sitting in the middle of the woods today, smash that like button, bro. <laughs> Hit subscribe. <laughs> oh, someday. And you can also follow follow us or find us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at fucking a podcast, F-U-C-K-I-N-E-H-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Email the show. Reach out, say hi, fnehpodcast at gmail.com. And show notes, every episode, links to all the articles we talk about, all the things that are going on, all that we've got on our mind, that's on the website, disinformed.ca slash fucking A. <sighs> another day, another dollar, another time to be alive. Matthew. Another night to make a hoe holler. Matthew, what do you have in the realm of wisdom for our people? Much like the Pope, you need an outlet. Oh. Okay. You need something to channel your energy into. Mm-hmm. You want to beat people up, go to the gym, fight yep. stuff. You want to, you know, fuck people, maybe, you know, don't go. take a vow of celibacy. You know, okay. you need an outlet for things. You need to you need to do something with your energy and time. So, you know, channel it into good places, people. Channel it into okay. creative avenue. Channel it into something that helps you build as a person. Rather than, you know, going behind your beliefs, you know, and, and doing something that you shouldn't do, i.e. I was going to say I was a little concerned at the, off the clock. start. I was concerned at the start of that one, but you really you really brought it home in the end. Good job. Well done. It's a circle. It's it a is, circle. Life is a circle. Wow, you just did that life and then you disappeared circle. like a magic trick. Cool. Uh, super Goodbye. cool. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next time. Couple weeks. Bye. Love you. Peace. Peace. Disappear into a puff of smoke. <laughs>